Yo, welcome to Beast Podcast. And if you don't know, Beast stands for bringing empowerment and skills together. And that's exactly what we strive to do on this show. We talk life skills, we talk financial literacy, we talk personal development. All these things are going to help you be a better you. So stay tuned and enjoy the show. All right, testing. All right, bet. So we live. So everybody who has on my podcast, they give three things they're grateful for. So introduce yourself, who you are, and then three things you're grateful for. Uh, I'm Juan Bernal, uh, coach of Pedro's Posse and uh, Orlando basketball guru, I guess you could put it, a jack of all trades. Uh, And three things I'm grateful for is life, uh, the ability, you know, to wake up every day and not only not only do what uh you know what I'm I'm grateful to do but uh you know grateful that I'm I'm in a set of circumstances that are that are very favorable as of right now um the, the second thing I'm grateful for is uh you know the ability to have a good circle of, of people um you know life is all about the choices that you make and part of the choices that you make every day or the people that you surround yourself with yeah, that's deep. and uh and, and i feel like you know we've not not i but the people around me have made some good decisions as to you know who some of those people are and some of those people are and then uh the third thing i'm grateful for is uh we live in a great city with great weather uh, <laughs> even though it's even though it's hot sometimes but Hey man, it uh, you know I, I can't complain for that. So you know, but being able to live in the city of Orlando, it's it's grateful. Uh, good people, good atmosphere, uh, a lot of things to do, and then of course you got the Ace League. So yeah, that's uh, that's what it's all about. Exactly. So uh, you didn't know I had a podcast, so I kind of give you an overview of what it's about. Okay. Uh, it's called Beast. Beast which stands okay. for bringing empowerment and skills together. So okay. I believe that people have nuggets of wisdom in them. Um, just about going through their day-to-day life, right? Like your perspective as a man, uh, did you grow up in Orlando, born and raised? Born and raised in Orlando, the experiences you've been in, right? Your basketball guru is going to be different than my experiences. It's going to be different from his experiences, right? But there's wisdom to be gained in everybody's story and everybody's experiences. So I just like to interview people and kind of talk to them. So kind of go into about like, what do you do? You know, you said you're a guru, so kind of like your history and give me your resume, a a Uh, rundown. Okay, so I... uh I was the uh, I went went to Winter Park High School, got started in basketball there, and then I uh, went to Rollins. I was the manager at Rollins for four years, uh, 2005 to 2009, and then I got uh, I got involved with basketball like after Rollins. Um, you know, I was I was pretty close to actually getting a job with the Cel- uh, the Boston Celtics out of college, mm. and when that didn't happen, it, I kind of had like my own divergent path of you know of what it what it was to kind of uh you know be be involved with basketball so uh i started with you know i started being involved uh with uh with scott golden um you know i've I've worked with scott for 13 years now and he's you know he's put on a platform for guys to get uh, or for kids, I should say, to get recruited starting in high school. And that, that evolved from, you know, a local 
recruit like a locally recruited basketball camp to you know now just I, I just got back from Atlanta uh you know he's got camps going nationwide in every state so I or not every state but you know throughout the country and you have 400 kids being uh being able to showcase their ability uh to coaches nationwide I mean we just had 400 plus coaches in our gym from from every level in Atlanta uh, with it being the only live period now due to NCAA rules so I I've been working with Scott for a while and then um, you know at some point this is probably 2012 now uh, I uh, I started doing my own pro basketball camps now I only do one a year um, and, and this year we're gonna we're gonna have one in August. But what I do is I, I bring my uh, I bring my international connections from Mexico, Dominican Republic, and uh, you know throughout the world, and they come come get a chance to showcase uh, or, or to witness uh, not not really just local talent because there's a lot of people or a lot of. Uh, basketball players that like to come down nationwide and and, and this being a, a hotbed for basketball they feel like that's this is a good place to get seen obviously uh you know things have changed from when i first started it you have the summer league out in las vegas uh and they have numerous camps through there but um you know now since orlando doesn't have the nba summer league anymore this is uh you know this is this is another thing that you know you just have to kind of find uh you just have to find your your niche so to mm-hmm. speak and, yeah. and and you know i'm i'm still trying to figure that out things change circumstances change and you know being success uh finding a niche and being successful that also changes as well oh so, yeah, oh, yeah for um sure. you know you have to you have to adapt you know how they say adapt or die it's you you constantly have to adapt to the, the ever uh, set of changing circumstances so you know like like this is uh like the ace league's a perfect example of that like a year ago we didn't have the ace league and people were, were kind of trying to find like the best that place to place yeah, the the basketball hoop, yeah. so you know everybody had like lake nona goldenrod barnett um you know when the pro-am was around obviously the pro-am was uh, was kind of like this but it wasn't because it wasn't as well organized and there wasn't as much hype around it so now this kind of brings like the best of of both worlds out like you have a centrally located place to play good basketball and and and, you know there's there's no doubt there's really no arguing that most of the best players come here to play not you know not anywhere else i mean you may find some of the same of them in other leagues but not consistently like you do here right right no so what are your thoughts on tonight's game i mean you're going up against heart and soul a team that's struggling at the moment but they got some new additions how do you think you guys are going to fare tonight you guys are pretty loaded too well i I mean listen every game's a different (laughs) game man and and, you know every every game you got guys looking to prove themselves you're here wait so wait in Orlando there's a reason why he plays in all these leagues but he gives out such such graceful well thought out answers that it doesn't cause controversy and he's showing respect to each individual but in the in the back of his mind 
he wants to thrash everybody by 50. <laughs> like, like, and, it's, and I watch him do well, it. Would you be a coach or a competitor if you didn't want to in the back of your head? You're always going to respect your opponent. Of course you know, you know what I'm saying? You're going to show them respect, you know, even though you know what the real deal is. Every once in a while, you would like to hear and say, you know what? We're looking to really stick it to this team. You know, maybe there's some guys who were talking a little too much, and now we want to put them in their place. It'd be okay to actually verbalize that from time to time, you know? Just from time to time. You know, look, you see? Hey. I mean, I mean, listen, of, of course there's a part of me that, that, that thinks that, but I don't, I mean, listen, I don't, I try not to get caught up. I try not to get up, caught up in the, uh, I call it the, uh, I don't even know if I should say this on your podcast. I call it a dick measuring contest. <laughs> I don't like, I try not to get caught up in that because it, you know, that, that takes away from what actually goes on out here. Now, Ooh. now, now heart and soul, like they, you know, one thing they will do is that they're going to play their asses off. Yeah. And, and we've, you know, the, the, in the spring league, we, we really struggled with their physicality and their, uh, you know, and their ability to to guard, like they they guard and they get into you. Now, um, you know, obviously with them making some new, with them making some new additions, um, you know, one, one thing that Will didn't point out in his in his little piece there is when you know when you're when you've won every game except for one game in this league, everybody's gonna give you your best shot. And, and there's no doubt that one, one thing I can assure you that tonight that like these guys are going to give us their best shot. Um, you know, they, they got a couple of really talented uh, overseas players. Uh, they, they have some bigs that are going to cause some, uh, you know, some matchup issues for us with the way they uh, with the way that they rebound and have some interior presence. But still, like, I mean, I, I feel, you know, just like Will said, like, if we play the way we have to play, I feel like we can take care of business but that's not that's not always a given too because part of you know part of my challenges is is to get these guys to play the game and not to play the score or to the level of their competition and that's interesting because that same concept goes out of all levels yeah high school college and professionally so to kind of segue off um what are three things if you had to give like three things like you saw a kid let's say he was in high school or college and he was looking to go and make that next step what are some things that you would give him let's say a college guy looking to go pro what are some things that you would tell him well the the first thing i would say is is don't don't get caught up in the outside noise and surround with surround yourself with people who are going to hold you accountable like too many times you see these you see a lot of these uh these guys that are going into college surrounded by uh, by people who only tell them what they want to hear or what it's convenient for them to tell them. And then when they hit some adversity, they don't know how to react because they've, they've never been hit, really hit with it before. They've been, you know, we're, we're in the AAU culture, which caters to, uh, you know, to, to the needs and the wants and the, the, the expectations of a certain group of kids in that through that path until they get to a college or, or, or a prep school or, or the NBA, they've never been hit with any kind of adversity because they don't have anybody holding them accountable. And that's, you know, that's what I referred to, like when I referred to Scott's camps earlier, like a lot of what you get in the Juco scene and, and you know, I went to Rollins. I, Rollins is the furthest thing from a Juco you could possibly have. But one thing I, I, uh, I learned and, and I'm constantly learning from being around the players at these camps is 
you know, guys like CJ McCollum in the NBA talk about getting it out of the mud. And, like, these Chuko guys, man, like, they really get it out of the mud. And I'm not talking about from a basketball perspective either. I'm talking about, like, just from a, a straight life perspective. Mm. That they're, like, you know, they're constantly fighting, battling adversity every day uh, off the court in some facet. And, 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 you know, those guys are really, 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 really tough-minded people. And um, I didn't realize that. And it really changed my mentality uh, towards the game itself when I became constantly surrounded by that group of guys. Not not just with Scott's camps, but, you know, in dealing with some of these guys here on the, you know, on the, on the rec league scene and, yeah. and, and in the pro basketball scene as well. Oh, so you would say the adversity, uh, surrounding yourself with good people, what would that third tip be? Um, that you would just give the, somebody who's the, the, thir- the third tip is I would, I would constantly find ways to keep refining and adapting your game. Like basketball, the, the basketball five years ago is not what it is now. Basketball in five years will not be what it is today. Like there are, there are constant changes to the way the game is played and you know, if you if you would have saw like like our team, we get up and down, shoot a lot of threes. Like you would say, five to seven years ago, before the Golden State Warriors, that that style, it, there's not, no way conducive to that that, that style uh, is to winning. Um, but there's you know one of these days, I would say in in a year or two from now, uh, I would think like let's take for example the Clippers who probably have on paper the best defensive backcourt uh with with Kawhi with Paul George with uh with Pat Beverly that that's ever been put on paper maybe they are maybe that is the way that teams are going to be built in five years you're going to get two six eight yeah you're going to get two six seven to six eight guys that can just switch everything and 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 then you're going to have a dog like patrick beverly who you know who 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 can guard anybody patrick beverly there's no man that he's afraid of (laughs) so uh, you know that's that's another thing and and you know don't like I, I here here's the third and, and I tell all all our players this like your shot and your offense comes and goes like I know you can shoot and score but what are you going to do to help us win are you going to rebound are you going to go out and make an intangible uh, contribution are you going to go out and and guard the best guy on their team when he's scoring you know eight to ten straight points like who's going to step up and take that challenge um are you going to be are you going to do what you're asked even though you're even though it may not seem like the best idea so you know that's part of being adaptable and being uh you know and refining your game and and it's just not what you do physically but how you are as a teammate and, and and what you can bring to the table uh, that's not necessarily putting the ball in the basket. No, no. I appreciate your time on the podcast. Yeah, bro. man. Oh, no. I also got to say, you, you, go I got to go back to the one question. I, I, I can't leave this out, but, uh, you know, the, I guess I'm going to put the fourth thing I'm thankful for. Uh, you know, my goddaughter, uh, Noax in DR, 
I gotta, I gotta give her and her family a shout out. So you know, I know they don't understand no English, <laughs> and, and most of your listeners probably don't understand. Well, Spanish. they probably do because I speak Spanish oh, too. Oh, do so, you? Yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, no, I te quiero. Eh, no vemos pronto. <laughs> Y, y, a, y a su familia, eh, nos vemos pronto. Te, te tengo pendiente aquí en esta, en este, en este segmento. No, okay. No, appreciate it. Good luck right, to you tonight, appreciate dog. Appreciate it. Thanks, yeah, for sure, dog. Yeah, I appreciate. Want to thank you for listening to the podcast, and if you enjoy what you heard, please share with a friend, a family member, a coworker, or anybody who you think can get value from it. And don't forget to subscribe, whether you're on Apple Music or Google Play. We'll keep giving you that fire content. All right, y'all. Have a blessed one. Peace.